Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Let's pray. It's time for the church to pray. It's time for the church to rise. It's, it's time for us to shift things in the heavenlies. Let's, let's access heaven. Let's take the fight to the enemy. Let's push back darkness. Here's the thing. We're on this planet for one reason. I love that second song. It says, all, all of this for your glory. Your entire life, your entire being, why you were created, why you were put on this planet is for his glory. And when you're almost fully alive, when you're alive in Christ, when you're alive spiritually, when the spirit of God and faith is pulsating through your veins, God gets most glory. So I want to encourage you in 2021, come alive. Uh, And can I tell you, I didn't know half of Tom and Kelsey's story about things that were happening. I, I knew their story, but not all of it. And I've got to tell you, the faithfulness that they displayed last year, it, it is no, no wonder to me why they are walking under an open heaven. Uh, your commitment, your discipline, your being strategic like that is just magnificent. So God bless you, and uh, thank you for becoming part of the family. We love you. Um, all right, so John Wesley, the great revivalist, great evangelist, he says this about prayer. He says, God does nothing but by prayer and everything with it. If we don't pray, you don't get answers. If you and, and you might be going, but, but God says, you know, the word says that God knows what we need before we need it. Yes, but he wants us to articulate. What do you have faith for? What are you believing for? What are you standing upon? Will you, because everything that we ask for has to be undergirded by faith. And, and prayer is basically just a faith declaration of God, I believe you can. I believe you have the ability to do in my world what I can't do for myself. So, God, I'm going to offer it to you as a prayer and a petition. I'm not going to get anxious. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to stress out. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not worried about where the next paycheck comes from. I'm believing in you. Amen? Amen. And as I said, it's time to rise. Uh, And and I I got this picture. Melissa was talking about oxygen of an old school scuba diver. Do you remember old school scuba divers that didn't just have the air tank on their back, but they had the air hose that came from the boat? So they, they dropped themselves over the side of the boat, went deep sea, you know, diving, but they had an air line to the surface. So, so whilst that line was connected, they had air, they could breathe, they could, could survive. Well, well, like we were saying before, that's like us and our spirit man. Prayer is our airline to heaven. Prayer is our airline that keeps us fed with oxygen and keeps us alive. And there's this generally accepted rule of threes. I'm not sure if you've ever heard this, but it's that you can survive three weeks without food. You can survive three days without drinkable water. Uh, You can survive three hours in a harsh environment, extreme heat or extreme cold, but you can only survive three minutes without breathable air. And generally, that's when you're in a protected environment. That would be the extent, three minutes. It's usually shorter than that. Can I encourage you? The devil is a liar and a thief who comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Therefore, pray. Don't allow yourself to be a sitting duck in life. Because don't allow yourself to be defenseless. Prayer is a defense. It's armory in your life. It's, it's pushing, but it's, it's not only armory, it's weaponry. I want you to seek God. I want to stir you to pray. Are you a prayer? Are you a passionate prayer? Are you a God seeker? Because uh, this, this, the songs and the entertainment, and that's, not the, that's not the whole deal. The whole deal is for his glory. All of this for his glory. Come, get inspired, get filled with faith, get stirred up to go and live. 
We're not doing life now, we're doing worship. We're doing corporate community worship where we're glorifying God. We're getting filled afresh to go out and be who he's called, designed and designated us to be on the earth. You are the answer in your family. You are the answer in your community, your place of work. You are the answer to the problems you face this week. Because greater is he that is on the inside of you than he that is in the world, that is coming against your family, your friends, yourself, your health, your sanity, yeah. your finances, whatever it may be. You are the answer because you're a carrier of Christ. But it says in Matthew, it says, those that hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. But I have to hunger and thirst for righteousness. I have to hunger and thirst for more of God. So, so I want to encourage you, just as you get hungry daily and you feed yourself in the morning or at lunchtime or you feel your yeah. blood pressure, when you start getting hungry, spiritually, pray. Yeah. Let God feed you. Let God fill you. Let God bless you. Amen. Don't do it on your own. And I love that what Tom was saying is you don't have to do life on your own. You don't have to carry the burdens that you've... Because so the enemy would love you to carry the burdens that you're facing. In the natural, he would love you to be stressed out, freaked out, pressured, burdened, carrying weights. The only thing you've been created to carry in life is the glory of God. That's the only thing that you've been designed for, to be filled afresh daily with the spirit of God so that you can go and shine. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. The glory of God rises upon you every morning that you wake from your son. Every morning that you open your eyes, every morning that you take your first breath awake, the the glory of God rises upon your life. But seek him for what he would have you do during the day ahead. Amen? Amen. And God's giving you this authority and dominion in life, but the devil wants to take that authority from you. He wants to silence you. He wants to take your voice. But there is power. There's life and death is in the power of the tongue. Open your mouth. And if you open your mouth in faith, God will fill it with the words that he has to bring into any situation you find yourself. You know, Luke 9, 1 says, you have power and authority over all demons. The way we access this power is through prayer and fasting. Disconnecting from the world and connecting again or reconnecting with God. And I want to encourage you, make this a daily habit, a daily um, discipline in your world that will become a daily passion. It will start as a habit, or and you will you will do it, and you'll intentionally do it. But but it will become a passion in life that consumes you. Let let God, let His presence. Let see the thing is this: when we pray, we step out of the present into His presence. We stand, we step out of what I'm facing, what I'm challenged by, what's pressing in on me, and now I stand in His presence. And there is nothing that can stand in His presence because great, you know, the, the, there is no other name higher than the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus. Every knee will bow and every tongue confess. So I may have issues in my present state, but when I step into his presence, my issues are no match for his glory. My issues are no match for his presence. And I don't have to push back. He pushes back because I'm not carrying weight anymore. I'm carrying presence. I'm carrying glory. I'm carrying peace. I'm carrying breakthrough. I'm carrying deliverance. God doesn't want you to carry the wrong thing. Start breathing the oxygen of heaven and start laying down the weights of the world. Amen? Amen. Is this helping anybody? In 1 Timothy 2 8, because you go, who should pray? Should it be the pastors and the leaders and the ministers? Because that's what they're called to. 2021, I've been ordained as a minister for 20 years. 
I've been, we've done ministry for longer than that, but literally ordained into our movement. It's just that Christians should pray. He should pray for us. So just send all your prayer requests in, write them all down, email them in, text them through. Christian's going to pray 24-7 and just carry you guys. That's that's fair because that's what he's meant to do. That's amen. It says in 1 Timothy 2.8, I wish that all men would lift holy hands in prayer. Everybody. If you've got a need, pray. If somebody you know has a need, pray. Can encourage them to pray. Teach them to pray. Lead them in prayer. We, we need to pray. You don't need to stress. You don't need to fight. You don't need to struggle. Why don't you pray and then let God carry you in life? I love it. I can't even remember the words, but it was... I, I, Prophesy the wind blowing. Prophesy wind in your sails. Prophesy the wave carrying you. God wants to carry you. Get that picture in your mind of God carrying you in business, in parenting, in relationship, in health. Get that picture of God lifting you up. There's a great saying that all the boats rise on the same tide. Just get your boat in the harbour. Just get your boat in God. Just get in. Get on the water and God will do the rest. Get out there, whether it's sunny or it's stormy, whether it's it's raining or it's blustery or it's or it's plain sailing. Get in the ocean. Get on the on the water and let God do what God does and trust Him. Because if I go, Jesus, you're Lord of all. I give you my life. You're you're not only my Savior but my Lord. And then I get hold the oars, row the, the oars and start rowing. It's it's just it's idiotic. It's crazy. It's why did I get in the boat in the first place? Why did I give my life to Christ if I intend having control of it? If I intend steering the steering wheel? Give your life to Christ and watch what he will do. And give it time. Let this play out over six months, 12 months, nine months. And then look back and go, oh my goodness. I'm not who I used to be. I'm not where I used to be. I don't have the, the same fears. I don't have the same pressures. I don't have the same struggles I used to have in my own strength. When I was carrying all this stuff, weighed down, burdened down, stressed out, freaking out, I don't have them anymore because I I did a transfer with God. I gave him my life and he gave me his peace. Somebody needs to hear this today. Somebody in your world needs to hear this. Direct somebody to the the webcast or whatever it is. Let let somebody know that God is good. He's for them. He loves them. Let them know that you're praying for them. Let me read you something. This is yesterday. Prayer... Prayer is unbelievable. A friend of mine yesterday, we're, we're facing a few things at the moment, and in, in one respect we need a miracle, and this is a message my friend sent yesterday. He's a God seeker. He's somebody that listens to the Holy Spirit. I was, it was yesterday afternoon, I was sitting out by the pool just getting five minutes to think, and, and my phone dinged and says this, hey there, just sense to be praying for you guys now. Feel to pray for a significant breakthrough in some stuff, just reminding you that God has totally got this. It's already done, actually. Have a great weekend. That message changed my day. That ch- message changed my thoughts. That changed my my position in just letting you know, God, and, he, and I rang him straight away. I said, you don't even know what that means. And he said, I wanted to send that to you half an hour ago, but God wouldn't let me because I hadn't prayed yet. Wow. I got the message, but I hadn't prayed. And he said, I had to pray for 30 minutes until something shifted, and then God said, I can send it. I want to encourage you, your prayers are powerful. Your prayers change lives. Your prayers make a difference in somebody else's life. I remember this about 16 years ago, I was going through a really tough time. My auntie had died. Two weeks later, my brother-in-law, who had just married my sister, died of of a drug overdose. Two weeks later, my grandma died. 
So my family was a mess, you know, on every side. My dad, because it was his mum and his sister. My sister, because it was her husband. She'd fallen pregnant the night before. She was telling me how she was going to kill herself. It was, and I'm and in the middle of this. We're running youth conferences with 2,000 kids in attendance in Sydney, Melbourne, Perth. So we're flying teams of 60 people to all these venues. I wasn't sleeping. I literally, I would fall asleep between three and five every day, but that was it. And I was scheduled to be speaking at different events. And I flew to Melbourne and a lady who's preaching stands up and she gets a, pulls an arrow out. And she points the arrow at me. She said, you have kept me awake for three months. I have. She was one of the speakers. I was one of the speakers. Then a friend of mine from KL was a speaker. But we have three tiny little photos like that on the brochure of who's speaking at this conference. She didn't never met me before, didn't know me, but she'd seen my photo. Every morning at three o'clock, God would wake her to pray for me. Every morning when she was praying for me, I fell asleep. I said, what dates have you been praying? She said, she told me the dates that that three-month window was. That's when I started sleeping again. Prayer changes everything. Prayer is not just some nominal religious activity that we, hey, just pray. You don't know what to do. Just just pray. Just just flick it. Just, no, the Bible says, cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. Praying is intentional. Praying is passionate. Praying is purposed. Praying is, is desperate. God, I need you. I'm certain every single one of us need God in a fresh and new measure in some way. Pray. Just pray. Just seek him. You know, and God is so good. Second Chronicles 7 says this. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sin. I'll hear their lamb. My ears, my eyes are open and my ears attentive to the prayer made in this place. Your prayers are powerful. You don't have to go through somewhere. Prayer works. I was thinking about this one. If you've lost vision, pray. If you've lost passion, pray. If you've lost, if you feel directionless, pray. If you're confused, pray. If you're sick, pray. If you need a miracle, pray. If you just want to get closer to God, pray. You won't get to closer to God anyway. Don't go sit on a mountaintop. Sit on a mountaintop if you're praying, but not just to look out at the vista. You know, I, I love going to certain places, watching the surf. Watching, but if, if that place is a distraction, don't go there. Go to where God is the focus and the intent. Why should we pray? I don't know why I've got low and we've got slow and I'll stir myself back up in a second. I'm just feeling it for a moment. But James 5.16 says, The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours and he prayed and earnestly and that it would not rain. It did not rain on the land. Three years, six months, he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, flawed, broken, insecure, fearful, anxious. The, the, if you read through the scriptures, the, the, the prophets at times said they, they wanted to kill themselves. They weren't perfect. They, they didn't walk a, an easy journey. They walked through struggles. They walked against storms, but they still sought God. Elijah was a, was a man just like you or a woman just like you facing the issues that you face. And he prayed and shifted the heavens. 
He prayed in it that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land three and a half years. He caused a drought at the word of God because he prayed. And this is, and he prayed again and the heavens gave rain. I want to encourage you. Some of you may have prayed. Now it's time to pray again. It's time to pray again that the heavens would give rain, that sustenance would come, that the provision of heaven would flow, that breakthrough would flow towards your life. It's time to pray again. Stir yourself. Stir yourself. Stir yourself. Let's do life passionate. Let's do life on fire. Let's do life reliant on God and his goodness. Because yeah. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple guy. I have very limited intellect. I have, but I have an un- unlimited God. I have the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, who, who speaks to nothing and creates something. Yeah. And then he says, and now I'm giving you my spirit. Open your mouth and you do what I did. I'm empowering you today to, to, to create your future. Pray. 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 We should pray every day. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. And I just want to say to us today that God's not a welfare mentality God. So it's not just about our shopping list and our needs and our wants and now I'm freaking out. No, he wants relationship. Pray in the good and the bad. Pray when you can see and you can't see. Pray when you're confused and when there's clarity and you know exactly how life is going to unfold. Do life with God and seek him. And like Melissa was talking about, do something this week to set aside distractions or say, God, you're number one. Whether it's chocolate or it's food or it's television or it's what, whatever it is, go, I'm setting aside some time to prioritize God in my world. Let's make God number one. Let's orbit around God rather than having God orbit around us. God, don't you see my world? Don't you see my life, my house, my needs, my concerns? God, it's, it's me. It's Christian. I'm crying out to you. No, let's orbit around him. Let, let's look at the many facets and angles of God and his goodness and his magnificence in our life. And I guarantee you, as you do, you'll see new elements of God that you've never seen before. There's things that you will only find in God, gems, that you'll only find in God, revelation that will only come to you as you pray and fast. And the thing is this, nobody can do it on your behalf. I wish I could have faith for you, my kids, my wife, but, but I can't. I, all I can do is encourage you in your faith. All I can do is encourage you to press in and be militant in your desire for God. And Jeremiah says, you'll, you'll seek me and find me when you seek for me with all of your heart. But all of your heart means all of your heart. All of your heart means consume my God. All of your heart means the passion and the desire for God is greater than anything else in my life. And, and when we were saying all, all of this for your glory, I was thinking there is nothing in life that stacks up or comes close to God in my world. Melissa and I tomorrow have been married 24 years. Well, I think that's pretty cool. There's nothing I wouldn't do for Melissa. There's nothing I wouldn't do for my kids. There's nothing that I wouldn't sacrifice. But they, they, even, they don't come close to God in my world. I need God to even be what I'm meant to be in their world. But if I can pray and I don't seek Him and I don't travail and I don't press in, I will never receive from Him what I need to do the life well that I've been created for. We need God more than we need oxygen. We need God more than we need provision or any other thing in life. And you know what? Jesus was our example. It says in Luke 5 that Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness to pray. He, he, he extricated himself from the crowds. He brought himself out from the business of ministry and life and everything else he was doing. To seek God, to, to refresh, to be refilled. You need it. Do it for you. 
The world needs the best version of you they can. The best version of you is the God version that's filled of heaven, that's sought him and that's waited on him, that's had revelation flow to from him. That's what the world needs. The world doesn't need religion. They don't need scripture punched down their throat. They, don't need, they need, that comes, but that comes through relationship. Relationship for me starts at revelation with him. And I get this, this picture of looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. The more we look to Jesus, the more we start to look like Jesus. The more we reflect Jesus in our communities and to our families and in the, the situations we find ourselves. Amen. Amen. I've got nowhere on this, so I'm just going to pray for you in a minute. But I want to say this, just Amanda alluded to it earlier. Jesus said, when you pray. It's just an assumption. Here's the... He's, he's, he's part of the Trinity, he's part of the Godhead, he's the Son of God. He would withdraw and pray and he goes, when you pray. So it's just an assumption. Oh, God created you in his image. My father created you. We got together, we thought that would be cool. Let's make man in our image. They don't have to do life on their own. I'm going to give them the Holy Spirit. Oh, they'll just connect with us. They'll just press it. They'll just plug it. That's, that's now when you pray. And when you pray, do this. But it's, no, no, can I encourage you? When you pray. Pray. Prayer should be more natural to us as believers than anything else we do. It it literally should be more natural for me to cry out to God than I call my bank manager or I call the insurance company or I I freak out about not being able to pay the bill. It should be more natural to me to go to God first because that's the nature I've been created in. That's the image I've been created in. We carry the Imago Dei, the image of God upon our lives connect, press in, and it says this, when you pray, in this manner, therefore pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, don't lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever, amen, our Father in heaven, you've heard it before, but God sits high and he looks low. He's looking down at his kids going, I want to touch your life. I want to bless your life. I want to protect you. I want to provide for you. I want to fill you. I want to cover you. I want to be with you. Just cry out to me. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.